Good morning, Maranatha. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable, and it is time for Sunday Morning Alive right here on our website. Before I announce our subject today and we get into the Word of God, I just want to thank every one of you uh, that have let me know that this broadcast right here on our website is a blessing to you, uh, that the Word of God is at work in your life as we bring the Word to you. I know there's preachers and teachers and evangelists and and all the other parts of ministry that are involved in this. We're glad to have this part of that process of getting the Word of God to His people and to all who will hear it today. So we just thank you so very much for letting us know, finding finding uh, in it in your heart to take the time. Those of you that have written us letters, we thank you so much. And those of you that have given to help us to keep doing this, we thank you. You have an investment in this ministry. And I thank you for finding us worthy to make an investment in this ministry. Amen. Thank you so much today. I'm thanking you, but God's going to do better than that. God's going to bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. You know how He's going to bless you? When God blesses, he, He's He's extravagant. Amen. Oh, Listen to what the Word says. Given it shall be given unto you. Good measure. God's going to start with a bunch. Amen. Good measure. Shaken together. Pressed down. And running over. Men will give unto your bosom. Now I don't know who God's going to use. Or how he's going to do it. But I know there is a promise. In the word of God. Directly and distinctly to you. And God is a promise keeper today. Hallelujah. Good measure. Shaken together. Pressed down and running over. (laughs) Praise. Are you ready to have your cup run over? Amen. I'm I'm certainly ready. Well, God is ready to bless us in just such an extravagant way. Amen. When we give to the poor, when we give to ministry, when we just give. Amen. God says, I'm going to bless you for that. (laughs) Hallelujah. Well, having said that, I want to thank every one of you once again today. You're such an encouragement to me. Listen, the scripture in is taken to Today for our subject from 2 Corinthians 6, beginning with verse 14. And the name of our sermon today is Celebrating Our Separateness. Celebrating Our Separateness. Let's look at it together today. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord or agreement here hath Christ with Belial, or literally with the devil himself? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel or an unbeliever? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? I want to stop and underscore the temple of God. Amen. The temple of God is not a church. (laughs) In fact, church is where the temple goes to worship. (laughs) Hallelujah. The Apostle Paul was astounded that they didn't understand this very principle here. And it's the foundation for our separateness, for responding to the call to be a separate people unto God. 
That's what sanctification really is all about. It's what it means. It's a, it's a word that needs to be brought forward and to challenge us as Christians today. For to be sanctified means to be cleansed and set apart for a holy purpose. Cleansed and set apart for a holy purpose. Hallelujah. What part hath the temple of God with idols? Paul said, what? Don't you know that you are the temple of God and that God has come to indwell you, to live within you by the Holy Spirit? Don't you get that? Hallelujah. What agreement hath the temple? Not just a Christian whose name is on some denominational church roll, but the very temple of God where he lives on earth. We're going to see that here in just a minute. Hallelujah. Amen. The temple of God. Amen. Our body has become the dwelling place of God. That the disciples saw people pressing on Jesus on all sides and, and, and they were really frustrated with all the people shoving them out of the way to get to Jesus. And they said, how, how is it, Lord, that you are going to manifest yourself to us and not to everybody else? Amen. And he said, if any man love me and my father and keep our commandments, that means have a heart to obey, be in agreement with God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, I and my father will come to him and we will make our abode in him. Praise God. We're going to see that right here. But the first thing is to see yourself as the temple of God. You were an old sinner. You have been saved by grace. But now we are the sons of God in the familiar sense. And we are the temple of God. When we come together, the Bible calls us as Christians a building fitly framed together for a habitation of God by the Holy Spirit. Our body is the temple of God. You know how God keeps the promise when two of you gather together or more in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Does he watch to see if we come in his name? No. Amen. When we come in his name as the temple of God, he comes with us. We brought him into the church. We brought him into that home prayer meeting. We brought him. <laughs> Hallelujah. How does he keep the promise? Lo, I'm with you always. I'll never leave you because he comes to abide within us, not just walk with us and beside us. If you're looking for where God is today, He's in you. <laughs> Amen. If you are a true Christian and you've been born from above, born again, born of the Spirit, your body has become the temple of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And God indwells you today. So this is the basis. This, this should be a holy incentive to celebrate our our separateness, not just the fact that we bear the name Christian, but we know what that truly represents. Amen. Hallelujah. What agreement, what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them. I will walk in them. 
I will be their God and they shall be my people. That's the distinctiveness that we bear today as Christians. Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and my daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. And verse 7 is really a continuation. Chapter and verse was for, for, for really bringing the scriptures accurately and making sure nothing is missed. But this was a running letter. And the thought has not changed, actually, if you wanted to, to put it in, in the running part. From verse 18, you'd go to verse 19, which is in your Bible, the first, first verse of chapter 7. And I will be a father unto you, you'll be my sons and my daughters, saith the Lord Almighty, having therefore, chapter 7, verse 1, these promises. What promises? <laughs> Amen. I will receive you and will be a father to you and you shall be my sons and my daughters saith the Lord Almighty having therefore these promises dearly beloved let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit perfecting holiness in the fear of the Lord this this message today is about celebrating our separateness. Amen. By living a life that is diametrically different from the moral morals of the world, from the values of the world. Amen. We've received a kingdom of light, and we're living in a kingdom of darkness. The God of this world is blinding the hearts of men. He is, he is the prince of darkness to this world. And we are serving and following. Amen. The King of glory, the King of light. Listen carefully today. We are to live differently. It's the, the word that is, is not used nearly enough in the Christian faith is sanctification because it means cleansed and set apart, cleansed and set apart for a holy purpose. We need to celebrate our separateness by coming out from the world. That's what church means. The word church in the Greek means it's ecclesia. It's a Greek word, and it means called out ones. One of the greatest, most anointed sermons I've preached in the last 40-something years of ministry, for 40, almost 47, 47 in January, is, is, is about celebrating our separateness. It's about the ecclesia, the called out ones. And literally, it's time. It was time then. It's even more so time now for the called out to come out. I just read you that we are called out, amen, of the world. And we have, because we have been called into the kingdom of God's dear son. In fact, positionally, that has occurred if you're a true Christian. We have been translated out of the powers of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son. Amen. This is an incentive 
that we need to celebrate our separateness by coming out and living that sanctified life. That's what holiness is all about. It's not holier than thou. It just means I'm living a a life with different morals and different values and a different king that I'm following than the world around me. Listen, to celebrate our separateness, we need to acknowledge we're different (laughs) and celebrate it and not be ashamed of it. To the world, we are foolish. Make no mistake about it. We are fanatical. We are Jesus freaks. We are politically incorrect. We are sexually repressed. (laughs) We are intolerant, narrow-minded, and just plain stupid. The world calls us silly, (laughs) but God calls us saints. The world calls us weird, and God calls us sanctified. The world calls us intellectually challenged. God calls us saved. (laughs) Amen. The world doesn't want us around, and God says, good, they're not of the world anyway. They are my children. Hallelujah. They belong to me. They are my sons. And they are my daughters. Hallelujah. Listen to what it says here in, in first Peter, beginning with chapter two. Listen. Wherefore laying aside all malice, all guile, and hypocrisies. This is how we begin to practice and celebrate separateness. All malice, all guile, all hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. If so be that you've tasted that the Lord is gracious to whom coming as unto a living stone disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. Ye also are lively stones, or living stones, are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore, also it's contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion, or Zion, a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you, therefore, which believe, he is precious, but unto them he is disobedient. The stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner. And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even unto them which stumble at the word being disobedient, whereunto they were appointed. But here we are in verse 9 identified separate. Listen, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of Him that called you out of darkness into this marvelous light. Hallelujah. Amen. Showing forth the praises is talking about the virtues of Him. That's what the fruit of the Spirit is in the life of the believer. It's the recreation of the character of Christ within us. Amen. His goodness, His meekness, His kindness, His love, His joy, His peace. Hallelujah. And we need to celebrate our separateness. God sees us 
as a separate people, and he calls us to be the people that he already has created us and recreated us to be. You know, the scripture says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Here's the separateness and the sanctification that comes through it. Amen. Old things are passed away. All things are become new. Let's celebrate our separateness. Hallelujah. Listen, there's a true story about Alex, Alexaminos. Archaeologists digging the remains of a school for imperial pages in Rome found a picture dating from the 3rd century. It shows a boy standing, his hand raised, worshiping a figure on a cross. A figure that looks like a man with the head of an ass. Scrawled in the writing of a young person are the words, Alexaminos, Alexaminos worships his God. Nearby, in a second inscription, is inscribed the words, Alexaminos is faithful. Apparently, a young man who was a Christian was being mocked by his schoolmates for his faithful witness, but he was not ashamed. He was faithful. Hallelujah. Praise God. This is not a day to be ashamed. This is a day, dear friend, to be faithful. Being a peculiar people means we're different from the world in the way that we live our life. We are a peculiar people. Listen to Exodus chapter 19, verse 4 through 6, speaking of God's covenant children. It said, You've seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bear you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now, therefore, if you will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then these ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people. For all the earth is mine, and you shall be unto me a kingdom a priest, and an holy nation. These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. Hallelujah. These are the words that, that I am speaking to you today. Amen. We are precious to the Lord when we acknowledge and celebrate our separateness by living a life that is diametrically different from the values and and the morals of the world about us. Jonathan Edwards was a one wrote a wonderful sermon talking about the Christian pilgrim. Let me tell you a little bit from that sermon. Quote it. It said God is the highest good of the reasonable creature and the enjoyment of him is the only happiness which our souls can be satisfied. To go to heaven to fully enjoy God is infinitely better than the most pleasant accommodations here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Fathers and mothers, husbands, wives, or children, or the company of earthly friends are but shadows. But the enjoyment of God is the substance. 
Therefore it becomes us to spend this life only as a journey toward heaven, as it becomes us to make the seeking of our highest end and proper good, the whole work of our lives, to which we should subordinate all other concerns of life. Why should we labor for or set our hearts on anything else but that which is our proper end and true happiness? Dear friend of mine, God is calling you and me to a radical way of life, a pilgrim life, to adopt the mindset of an alien on this earth, to fight the war against fleshly lust and maintain a godly lifestyle in this fallen world. And remember, a day of judgment is coming, and we are not appointed unto wrath according to the Scripture. Amen. Isn't that something? Do you have on shouting shoes today? We are not appointed unto wrath, but to obtain mercy. We belong to God. Celebrate your separateness. Hallelujah. Amen. Because we have kept the word of His patience, He tells the church. Amen. Uh, in, 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 of, in the book of Revelation. Because you've kept the word of my patience, I will keep you from the hour of temptation which is coming to try all the inhabitants of the earth. Amen. We've not been appointed to wrath, but to obtain salvation. We are now the sons and daughters of God Almighty. Hallelujah. And He has chosen to sanctify us through the shed blood of Jesus when we receive Him as our Savior. Amen. To positionally place us in a place in His royal family and to have our body qualified through that sanctifying work. Amen. Praise God for a habitation of God by the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Having these promises, therefore, we should be living differently. Not a holier-than-thou life, although we certainly should be living more holy than the world about us. But it's not about super-sanctimonious, you know, self-righteousness. It's acknowledging who we are in Christ and who Christ is in us Hallelujah, because it's Christ in you that is the hope of glory. Amen, because if Jesus can live in you, if God the Father can live in you, and if God the Holy Spirit can live in you, then we can certainly live in the city that He's prepared for us when we die or when He comes. Praise God. Amen. Oh, friend of mine, this is no time to be unequally yoked, to have those liaisons and those relationships that pull us away from God and away from our separateness and sanctification into the same putrefaction that is that is rotting the world from the inside out today. Oh, oh, you're 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 being you're 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 being too harsh. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Pick up your paper and look at the murders, look at the rapes, look at the killings, look at the wars, look at the immorality all around us. Amen. This is not some puritanical <laughs> this is not some puritanical narrow minded you know attitude today. This is simply celebrating 
our separateness. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We're children of God. We are children of God. Somebody said it this way, and I like what they said. It said one of the greatest thing God does in sanctification is he takes an unholy man out of an unholy world and he sanctifies him and makes him holy. And then he takes that unholy man and puts him right back in the midst of this unholy world and keeps him holy. You see, that's the witness to the world about us. That's the good works that people will see. That's often misunderstood. I want to clarify it before we close today. Amen. The Bible said you're the light of the world, the salt of the earth. Amen. Men will see your good works and glorify God. Now listen, there are philanthropists. These are people who give to charities and do many good things with their riches, and God commends that. And the Christians certainly should be charitable, and we should be giving. But the good works here that convince them that we're children of God are these works that we're talking about. It's denying ourself, taking up our cross and following Jesus Christ that marks us as separate from the world about us because believe me, amen, everything Jesus was, everything he taught and everything he lived is a contradiction to the values of this old fallen world, which is under the direct and the distinct influence of the devil himself. You know what he's called? He's called the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. And the Bible said we should have no part with him. Give no place. No terra firma is the Greek word. No ground to the devil. Praise God. Submit yourself unto God. Resist him. And he has no choice when we're living this separated, sanctified life. Amen. He's going to have to back off because we're not inviting him in. In fact, we're giving him the bums rush out. Amen. We're kicking him out. It's time we kicked him out. Praise God. I'm not talking about the fact that he's possessed us, but influencing us. In terms of influence, we need to put our foot down. We need to put our foot somewhere else. Amen. When it comes to the devil and kick him out. Listen, friend of mine, this is no time for compromise. This is a time to identify. And the way to identify with God's kingdom and with Jesus Christ is to come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And he said, I'll receive you. I'll receive you. Don't touch the unclean thing, the forbidden thing. Don't, don't, don't. Sit down with someone that you work with and and let them lead you to that that God has forbidden us as Christians to to involve ourselves with or in. Touch not the unclean thing. I'll receive you. Praise God. And I'll be a father to you. God will meet our needs. God will provide for us. God will protect us. He will, he will, he will operate toward us as his very own, which we are when we identify with him instead of them. 
Amen. Because we are kept by the power of God until the day of salvation. There is keeping power in this gospel. There's a promise of God to come and indwell us and to hold us tight till Jesus comes. Praise God. Oh, friend of mine, I'm glad to be a Christian today. How about you? I'm so glad. Even when people persecute me, I I don't get, I wish everybody would love me, (laughs) but they're not going to. I wish everybody would love you, but they don't. Amen. If you live for Jesus, there is persecution. And the Bible said to be exceedingly glad when you're persecuted for his sake, because you see, it is a badge of authenticity. It marks you as belonging to a different king and being brought into and living in a different kingdom and letting that new life be lived out in the presence of a sin-darkened world where we shine as lights. In the midst, the scripture said, of a crooked and perverse generation, you shine as lights in the world. And it's that separateness that causes our light to shine. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, I have much more to say. I could minister for another half an hour. You know me. I could minister for another hour. But friend of mine, it's time to close this part of our teaching. But the call to separateness is irrevocable. We are a peculiar people, and it's time that we celebrated that wonderful, powerful, personal truth. And let's live a life that brings glory to God and shows a different kingdom to the world about us in Jesus' name today. Friend, if you don't know Jesus Christ today as your Lord and Savior, Here's what the scripture says about you. The Bible said you are without God and without hope in this present world. Without God and without hope. That is the most terrifying position to be in. To be without the hope that having God as your Father, Christ as your Savior, and the Holy Spirit as your Comforter. Facing life with all of its pitfalls, all of its uncertainties, facing eternity without God and therefore without hope. You know what happens when you become a Christian? When you come to Christ repenting of your sin, receive Him as your Lord and Savior, God becomes your heavenly Father. And He promises through Christ to never leave you, to never forsake you, to go with you all the way. That's hope. It's priceless. There's no gold, no silver, no sin that can give you hope. But the scripture says the God of hope fill you with hope in believing. Oh, it's such a joy to invite you to come to Jesus today. Don't run from him. Don't go into a hopeless world and face a hopeless end. Ah, 
but come to Jesus and gain an endless hope that even death can't conquer. Come to Christ today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.